0: Welcome to another episode of Viatorian Voices, Conversations on the Way. Viatorians are committed to walking closely with youth, through the high schools where we teach, minister, and lead, through our ministry in parishes, and through intensive programs like the Viatorian Youth Congress. But after our young people graduate from our schools or move away from our parishes, how does their Viatorian identity and spirituality endure into their adult lives of faith? Some go on to Viatorian Religious Life, Viatorian Association, Lay ministry or volunteer service in the church, but what happens between their youth experiences and these later possibilities as adults? To help us explore this, we'll take a closer look at one person's unfolding path. Trevor Lyon graduated from St. Vider High School in 2022 and headed on to Creighton University, where he is studying theology, psychology, and music. At Creighton, Trevor has continued to live out his faith through campus ministry, and in particular by joining a young men's faith sharing group. Fishers of Men, a group that started when Trevor was a freshman and whose fast growth he has been a big part of. Trevor participated in VY Connect events as a high schooler when pandemic restrictions limited the scope of VYC, and then he served as a young adult leader for VYC in 2023. I'm pre-associate Dan Masterton, and I'll be your host for this episode. In November, Brother Peter Lamek, CSV, our Director of Vocation Ministry, and I visited Viatorian Young Adults at Creighton. While there, we sat with Trevor and I interviewed him. If I sound a bit sick in the recording, it's because I was, and I actually lost my voice completely just after this interview. I started by asking Trevor what drew him to participate in Vy Connect, even as numbers and engagement were often low during activities in the pandemic. Enjoy the conversation.
1: Well, there's two answers, and I'd say the first answer is Brother John, and then the second answer is I wanted to get more involved with Creighton, Creighton, St. Viator High School. (laughs) Um, I forgot where I go to school. But I think specifically during COVID and during when we couldn't really do much and there was something to do at VY Connect, I felt that there was an open opportunity to get more involved with Vider House, get more involved with campus ministry. Um, and I thought it was a great opportunity to meet new people, especially in like the faith formation aspect.
2: Do you remember anything particularly in those program things that – Stuck out to you, or made
1: you feel like, yeah, this was a good decision. This was a good place to be. During Vy Connect, I think the thing that stuck out to me the most was the service aspect and the um, Taze Prayer aspect. Like both of those two, I have very vivid memories of going into that chapel of candles, playing, candles being lit, and music playing, and feeling this presence of God that I hadn't felt um, in regular Mass. And during service, I felt like this sense of joy from helping the people at Buyer House and helping my friends perform these um, different tasks, whether it was, I think it was gardening that we specified with. Um, and I thought, I'd, I think that was probably my most um, impactful experience on the VY on the Connect, for sure. So
2: would you reach back to those moments from VY Connect, maybe some stuff from high school? How would you put together the puzzle on what made you consider leading VYC and applying to be a
1: young adult leader as you got into college? I mean, it was really a combination of everything. Um, I loved my experience with Viator's campus ministry department, Um, and as I was getting into Creighton, um, I started getting uh, opportunities in the Creighton campus ministry department, and... um, I also, around that same time I was applying for a uh, freshman retreat, to be a freshman retreat leader, um, Brother John texts me and he says, hey, you should be a leader for the Viatorian Youth Congress this year. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll apply. I don't have much going on in July, so um, I, I really wanted to give back as well, because I had such a great experience at Viator, um, and I was really excited to come back and come back to both the high school and back to Cabrini, or I guess Escalia, I should call it, um, and just be in this experience that felt so familiar, but so new to me. Yeah, so then you were accepted to be a young
2: adult leader and you came Mm -hmm. out to lead the teenagers in BYC 2023. How would you describe your experience as a BYC leader? Because you didn't necessarily experience the program in the same way. since BYU Connect was kind of an adaptation, so what was it like to be a leader at BYC And did you recognize ways that you maybe learned things about yourself
1: or about your leadership abilities that you kind of grew into as you trained and led? I, I think that's a a very uh, packed question. Um, <laughs> but Definitely I'll start. Is, yeah. I'll start with um, it. Very very much felt like I was experiencing it, it for the first time, even though I've been on VY Connect. So there was this sense of anticipation in everything we did. And I think during during the retreat, I grew mostly in my interaction with other group leaders and small group facilitation especially. And I think that there was a very significant difference between my leading, say, the Vider Kairos retreat and in my interaction with those leaders and leading the Creighton retreat. And I think that part of that could be a maturity during the Viatorian Youth Congress is getting to know these leaders much better than I had before and connecting them with them on a deeper level of faith. Maybe because we met just that week and we just got to know each other through our faith, but I think that getting to know them so quickly and understanding what their backgrounds were helped me to uh, meet people much faster and grow closer with them on a deeper level. Would you talk a little bit more about? Like facilitating
2: faith sharing, you said that you mm-hmm. enjoyed working with that small group and helping them have discussions together. What's that like? What, why do you feel like you're drawn to facilitating faith sharing? What's attractive to it? Yeah. Uh, to you and your spirituality, maybe?
1: I think my first experience with being in a small group was on Kairos, my senior year of high school, and I, I just thought it was such an incredible experience because everyone has their own background, everyone has their own story, and sometimes it's so easy to just lose sight of those stories. And when you come to small group and you just leave everything behind and you open up to new people about who you really are, it's this eye-opening experience of understanding that everyone can be coming from any any problems, any issues, any backgrounds. And I think it's just really it's really great to um, to know that. And I think maybe it was particularly impactful for me because of my career goals as like a psychologist and a therapist so i like the smaller setting uh getting to know each person individually i think
2: it's it's helpful when you can help people realize that the temptation you have to think that you are alone or no one else could possibly understand what you're going through it can remain just that just a temptation And that when you connect people sometimes through the help of a leader or facilitator that that temptation to think that way can evaporate a bit, and we can realize this connectedness in Christ. So you kind of hinted at that a little bit. Can you connect the dots a little between St. Bider High School and campus ministry in Kairos, maybe through, you know, VY Connect and VYC leadership and on here to your faith journey in college? Do you see kind of an arc that
1: connects all the dots? I definitely, I definitely can, because it was really, like, poetic that I— I think I just finished the campus ministry Creighton application, and like immediately after that, I get a text from Brother John asking about BYC. Oh, cool! And then I'm like, Yeah, sure, I'll do that. I'll do that too. And then I sign on for this retreat type experience, and um, I not only grew in my ability to work with new small groups, but my ability to work with other leaders, and I think that helped me a lot going into the Creighton um, campus ministry retreat because it was on a much larger scale and there were. 20 other leaders, and there were like 75 students on this retreat, so the skills that I learned at BYC definitely impacted at least the first few months of college, sophomore year. So then can you talk to us a little bit about the space-sharing group
2: of young men that you belong to here at Creighton? Like, What is the Fishers of Men group about? What do you guys like
1: to do together? Help us understand like what the purpose of your group is. So the Fishers of Men is an all-guys group that is specifically Christian Most of us are Catholic, being at Creighton, and we were started last year by my friend Patrick, who um, realized that we really didn't have an all-guys group on campus that talked about issues specifically related with men and with our struggles in our faith. So he decided to start it with one of his closest friends. They started with seven people, and it was in in the back end of his RA room. Um, And just this year, I counted 64 people in the group chat. Wow. So in the course of a year, we went from 7 to 12 at the end of the first semester to 25 at the end of the second semester. And now with all the new freshmen and all the new juniors, we have 64 people. 64 guys, I should say. But every week, we meet in somebody's room, and we lead a Bible study-type experience where we, we take a passage from Scripture, we reflect on it, we pray on it, And then we open it up to conversation between us. So it's this really great fellowship experience, this great friendship I have with most of them. Um, I'd say every single guy who at least regularly shows up is a really close friend of mine. And I, I can't say that about many of my other groups I'm involved in. And I think that there's this aspect of faith that makes somebody closer with another because it's such a vulnerable experience. It's the most important thing to our lives. So the fact that we're able to share that every week, it just makes us, helps us grow in friendship with each other so quickly. But we have a lot of events outside of Bible study as well. So we have, we have fellowship events with the sister group on campus, which is called FIAT, and they do a very similar thing that we do. And we were both started around the same time, but we're, we're significantly both growing. I think they're at a slightly larger number, around 100. Wow. So, I mean, it's really great to see all of these people come together, um, and we, we love to host, host events. Um, usually at, around people's birthdays, we, we throw small parties for them. We took a couple trips down to this shrine, a small town in Nebraska called the Shrine of the Holy Family, and it's this all-glass shrine, and it's this beautiful church on a hill, and we all were able to pray and meditate for both Mass and for adoration. So it was one of the many great experiences. And I think it's this really great turning point for creating groups on campus that can specifically share their faith in that way. Do you think you could identify anything in particular
2: about what makes the group attractive and why it seems that it continues to grow and why more people become interested and come join the discussions and the faith fellowship? Do you think there's anything unique about... The approach that you guys take together or the way you reach out to people that maybe others who are listening to this or other people in the church could
1: learn from and emulate a little bit? We were just talking about this um, I think at our last meeting um, and it's really all about meeting somebody where they are and I remember at the beginning of the year I had a few classes and I participate in the the band on campus and I know this guy he's, his name is Kevin he's a percussionist and I, I got to know him a little bit through band, but I didn't really talk to him that well. And then I see him at daily mass and I, I just sit by him because he's sitting by himself. And I, I'm like, hey, how's it going? I'm, I know you're from band. He's super receptive of getting to know me. And we both like have a lot of interests in common. And then I just slowly spark up the conversation. I say, hey, we have this guys group on campus. Uh, would you have any interest in joining? And ever since he hasn't missed a single meeting. So I really think it's all about just kindness and friendship and Respecting what one's approaches to their faith or lack thereof and meeting them where they are and trying to adapt to what their um, situation is. And
2: then when new people come like this new friend and find a place and continue to come and find like a rich sense of belonging, mm-hmm. do you think there's anything about how the group proceeds through its reflections and its gatherings that's really helpful to keeping people
1: engaged and giving them a place they want to come back to? Mm-hmm. I think specifically to that, there's um, this sense of respect and that whatever anyone says in the group has to be well received by each other and that everyone has this sense of inspiration from their own faith and their own experience. So each point is valid, each point is is their own truth, and just respecting that is very important to facilitate different small group conversation. Do you have any advice or reflections
2: for maybe high school aged students who are coming into more of an adult faith, or maybe young adults who are on other college or university campuses, who maybe have a similar instinct to what you and your friends or the young ladies in the Fiat group have. Do you have any like words of encouragement or advice or anything that could maybe help them to
1: get something like this going for themselves and their community? I think it's, it's really important to remember that you have to have patience in this process of reflecting on your faith there's always going to be ups and downs, there's always going to be hardships, but you have to remember to want to grow closer with God. And it was very, very influential to me to find this group. And if you just remember to have patience and just stick it out, I know that finding a friend or two to go to mass with, it's really the biggest impact there is on one's faith because faith is all about community. It's all about fellowship and. As God calls us to be with each other, we also are called to grow in one another and to help others grow in their faith. I think that this group especially has helped me so much with that. Okay, so then maybe this is the last question.
2: We've noticed over the years, especially through the Viatorian Youth Congress, that young adults who aren't anywhere near becoming a Viatorian associate or considering a religious life or going to work full-time in a Viatorian-sponsored ministry are referring to themselves as Viatorians, mm-hmm. which we love and encourage and think only reflects the strength of Father Kerbs and his charism. Would you consider yourself a Viatorian and what would you say that that means to call yourself
1: that? I think that thinking about any religious order, the first one that comes to my mind is the Viatorians because of their formation over my life and my, my own specific faith journey. Um, every time I tell somebody, I went to a Viatorian high school, they say, what the heck is that? <laughs> I've never even heard of that. And I say, yeah, it's not its not Jesuit, it's not Franciscan, but it's its a group that's specifically Catholic. It's based on values of service and of community and about growing with one another. And I always say that our motto is to strive to do everything well so that through us, Jesus may be adored and loved. And I think that that has stuck with me so much ever since graduating. And I think that more than anything, I'd love to to reflect that in my own life.
0: That's all for this episode of Viatorian Voices. We'd like to thank Trevor for his insights and for hosting Brother Peter and I with his group Fishers of Men. Viatorian Voices Conversations on the Way is a production of Viatorian Vocation Ministry. The Viatorians are professed brothers and priests together with women and men lay associates who proclaim Jesus Christ and his gospel and raise communities where faith is lived, deepened, and celebrated. In the footsteps of Venerable Louis Curbs and under the patronage of St. Bider, we strive to do everything well so that through us, Jesus may be adored and loved. This includes VYC, the Viatorian Youth Congress. VYC 2024 will take place June 3-6, to 6, 2024, at Casa Iscali in Des Illinois. VYC is a four-day summer youth retreat for Catholic Viatorian Faith and Leadership Formation. High school students are invited to participate as delegates, in college-aged young adults are invited to apply to serve as leaders. Delegate registration is open now through campus ministers and youth ministers at Viatorian-related institutions, and the leadership application is available online. All information, including podcasts and new video, graphics, and a brochure, are all online at viatorians.com VYC. If you're not sure who your local delegation leader is, contact the vocation office at vocations@viatorians.com. To learn more about our community, visit Viatorians.com or follow us on social media at ViatorianUSA. Those seeking support and accompaniment in exploring God's invitation for them are invited to reach out to Vocation Ministry. Send us a DM on social media or email us to start a conversation. On behalf of Brother Peter and the Viatorian community, I'm Pre Associate Dan Masterton. Venerable Louis Kerbs, inspire us. St. Viter, pray for us. Adored and loved, be Jesus.